You know, having sensitive skin makes finding skincare products so difficult. It is. But today's sponsor, OneSkin, makes it easy. Their topical supplements are formulated with soothing ingredients and natural antioxidants. And they're gentle enough to use every day, even if you have sensitive skin. And it was founded by an all-female team of scientists. OneSkin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without all the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products. In a third-party 12-week clinical study performed by third-party research organization OS01 Face was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier, improve skin health markers, and diminish visible signs of aging. Like wrinkles were diminished in 87% of users. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company by focusing on the cellular aspects of aging one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer get started today with 15 percent off using code tco at oneskin.co that's 15 percent off oneskin.co with code tco after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support the show and tell them we sent you if you've ever taken a class with hers in studio you know, oh, the tried instructors, like they're, they're lucky right now because the classes are so small. And if you've ever taken a class with her live, there's a five minute window between when the camera starts and when it actually goes live for a replay. And during those five minutes, she'll ask everybody in studio their name, you know, where they're from. And then something funny, like what's your favorite food? Like she actually cares. She wants to know about everybody. And that's just, it's, it's wonderful to have an instructor that really, that cares about that stuff. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Clip in, set yourself free. Come on and take a ride with me. You know what you need to know and what's it all about. Everything you need, it's on the clip out. Welcome to the clip out. This is episode 130. 130, 143. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. The sickness is setting in. I know. I don't feel good. I don't feel good. And it's, I think it has arrived. I blame you. You should. (laughs) I had it on Saturday. I'm still, I still have the cough. We'll probably edit out the lion's share of them. (laughs) I hope, I hope. There (laughs) goes one one. now. (laughs) That was just for show. But yeah, so I, I had it real bad on Saturday. I think I overdid it signing up for homecoming today. Ah, that's, what, that's what the final straw was. That'll do it. <laughs> I Not to give too many details, but I lost three and a half pounds on Saturday. <laughs> yes, you did. That is not hyperbole. <laughs> it's not. That was literal. Three and a half <laughs> pounds on Saturday. Yes, it was one day. Like literally 24 hours later. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, that happened. Yeah, okay. I mean, low carbon bulimia <laughs> is a it's not advisable, but it is effective. So, hopefully, you don't get that end of things. I really hope not. Also, learned a very valuable lesson about when and when not to sneeze. <laughs> Let's leave it. Tom. We'll just leave it at that. Okay. So, leaving that behind us. No pun intended. <laughs> what do you have in store for people? We are going to talk about Peloton. Shocking. Well, I know. I know. Um, we are going to talk about homecoming. We've got lots to talk about. We have an interesting article from Motley Fool Investing. 
We're going to talk about an instructor that was that's no longer with Peloton. We have a visit from the Peloton prophet and then all kinds of little detailed information about things that are happening. Awesome. Well, before we get to all that and before she throws up on the microphone, shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us while you're there. Be sure and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And uh, of course, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash the clip out. While you're there, like the page, join the group. Uh, you'll get all sorts of things like handy tips about how to get your homecoming tickets. <laughs> we had people saying that we were the reason they got their yes, tickets. They were like, thank you, Crystal, for the tips. <laughs> and I have tickets now and it's all because of you. That's what they said. So it did. So uh, that's just another valuable service that we offer <laughs> and of course you can feel free to leave us a review there apple Podcasts or facebook wherever we have a new review yay i want to hear it it's from i lisa 1983 okay and she says peloton profit for the win <laughs> i agree i've only <laughs> i've only had my bike for about six weeks and binge listened to all the episodes because i was so pumped whoa i especially love the peloton profit and getting insider information keep up the good work and just to be clear the peloton profit does not work for peloton so it is not technically insider information yes, just we like to put that disclaimer on there yes so peloton doesn't think we've infiltrated the company correct so there so uh well i guess that's all of that let's uh let's dig in shall we we shall it's time for news of the peloton i can't tell you how relieved I am that we got homecoming tickets today. <laughs> I can't even imagine what this household would have looked like had we not managed to secure at least one ticket. I would stand out on the sidewalk and wait patiently for you. And by patiently, I mean at the comedy cellar. It would not have been good. No, it would not have been good. Yeah. So we don't but mean luckily. To, we it's okay. Yeah. We don't mean to rub it in the face of people who maybe tried and didn't get tickets. But I'm just saying it would have been ugly. Yeah, it would have. Yeah, it would have. I mean, I was ready to go. I had three computers up. I had my phone and I, you know, I've talked about my coworker before who's kind of sort of my boss who kind of sort of, you know, gives me a lot of shit for a lot of things, including how slow I am. He slow shamed. He speed shamed me right, one day for your running. Yes. And I got to work and he was there and I was like, oh, no, this is not good a day for him to be here. <laughs> and I was like, listen. Today's a big day for me, and uh, you can mess with me all you want after I have the tickets. Yes. But until I have the tickets, you need to leave me alone. Yes, you're like from 11 to 11.15. Do not talk to me. Shut your pie hole. Right. And it's 11 to 11.15 because we're Central Time. Right. They went on sale at noon Eastern. But uh, yeah. And so he came over and stood next to me while I was typing in the credit card information. And he was like, what are you doing? I was like, stop it. I was like, I will tell you in 30 seconds when this goes through. And then it went through and I was like, okay, we can all breathe now, people. (laughs) I think I feel pretty confident that the people were breathing the whole time. Yeah, they they were. Yeah. But I got it. I got it. I did it, too. I know. And I'm so, so grateful you did, because the first time mine didn't go through. Yeah. Like it was like, "Eh, we had an error. Could you do that again? And I was like, no. What the what? Yeah. 
And so I did it again and it went through that time and it was all good. So what last year it sold out in 12 minutes this year in nine. I actually don't know how many minutes it was last year. Was it 12? I it thought was, that's it what was everybody said. But, it was really fast. But like last year, the difference is that they had Saturday packages and Sunday packages and there was all kinds of confusion because Saturday sold out really fast. Sunday never sold out. So if it really sold out in 12 minutes last year, that was only for Saturday. This gotcha. year, it sold out in nine minutes for the whole shebang. Yeah. I know some people are upset because they didn't get to pick their... But like the thing is, is even if you did get to pick, you probably wouldn't have gotten to pick. Yeah. So... I, I get that people want to be in a class with somebody. They probably sure. need to figure that out. Like they need to say like, I want to take a class with this person and like add a box to be able to do that. Yeah. And then you like link each other. But it's just so hard. Yeah. And... and yeah, it's just going to be hard. But I I think that it went beautifully compared to last year. It was perfect compared to last year. That is true. I mean, last year, it didn't even happen on the first day. Right. The site didn't crash. They didn't have to, you know, refund a bunch of tickets and have everybody start over. Like yeah. It was, yeah. So I think it was a market improvement over last year. I agree. I agree. And I know that it sold out really fast, but like... There's 750,000 subscribers to Peloton right. and there are 3,000 tickets. So you kind of had to see that coming. Yeah. I mean, unless they figure out a way to accommodate more people. Yeah. I, I just this is not going to get better anytime mm -hmm. soon. It's at least not. at least I hope it's not. Right. Right. Because if it gets easier to get tickets, it then mean, that means nobody's it, interested anymore. People aren't as interested. So like, yeah, like that's right. Yeah. And it's tough because a lot of people are like, I don't want to deal with it on Peloton. I don't want to deal with homecoming weekend. I want to go on my own. I've been whatever. Yeah. And I get that. Totally. But, but like for us, it's I mean, we kind of have to go. And I mean that like I want to go. But yeah. it's we can't go to New York two or three times a year. So right. this is this is it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I want to see as many people as possible. Yeah. So this is it. I love it. So hopefully you got your tickets. If not, if you're waitlisted, hopefully someone has a change of plans and you get I think I think for those of you waitlisted there's a lot of you that have a very good chance of getting in because you can refund up until 4-1 so let's say so schedules come out on March 9th so whatever classes you picked you know you said I have these five bike instructors I have these three tread instructors so let's say that people get their schedules on March 9th and they're not happy with it. And so now they're not going. They're going to be asking for a refund. Right. That means you on the wait list move up in line. So I really do think that that's going to that's going to help people. Yeah, I think a lot of people that that can go to New York frequently that live close or travel a lot for work. If they don't get the classes they want, I think you will see them bailing and those waitlist people will, will move in. So it happened last year. Yeah. So keep your fingers crossed. Don't lose hope. And another date you need to know is February 24th. You can make changes on your preferences for the, the instructors you chose up until February 24th. You just log in and you go make your changes. So good to know. February 24th. Schedules come out on March 9th. Refund until April 1st. Awesome. I thought it was interesting. Uh, someone posted on our page that people in the UK, <laughs> some people call it the UK, they were wanting to buy tickets and they were struggling because it made you enter a zip code and they don't have zip codes. Over there, they call them crisps. <laughs> Is that how that works? No, no, no. Something like that. They have postal codes, but it wouldn't accept right. foreign zip codes. Right. It and, only accepted U.S. zip codes. But I thought it was great that apparently some people that lived over there, they only knew one zip code, <laughs> and it was 90210. And so there's a lot of people coming from 90210. So they just plugged it in and it worked. <laughs> so. I mean, that, that made my day. Yes. That was so funny. So if you see lots of people with British accents, but uh, large sideburns, 
It's because of 90210. It's too soon. (laughs) The show's associated with sideburns. I know. I just miss Luke Perry. But anyway, (laughs) yeah. So I really think um, this is going to be great. Did you want to talk about anything that's like coming up for homecoming? You kind of talked about you wanted to go through the site and like talk about all the stuff. Now you look like you have no idea what I'm talking about. No, I was like, you should go through the site. Well, I'm happy to go through the site. Was there any highlights that you that you saw that you thought people should know about? Yeah. I mean, things are different from last year. So one thing I've learned about Peloton is they change things every year. They don't do the same thing twice, which I really appreciate. So like last year, everybody was really ticked off that there were a limited amount of spots for the community run. This year, no limit. Everybody was invited. So Friday, 3 p.m., everybody can join the community run. That means that it doesn't count as one of your classes, which I don't think it did last year either, but you still get a studio class. So this year, another thing that's different is you don't get to pick your studio class because last year you had the stress twice. You had the stress of buying the ticket. Then once you had the ticket, you had to go and pick your instructor. And that was insanity. Like that was a knockdown drag out fight and everybody ended up pissed off about it. So you get one class. And for those of you who are new to this whole realm, not everybody's going to get a bike class. There's 3000 people coming. There's no way to fit 3000 people on the bikes in one weekend. Right. There's only 70 bikes. Well, that's we'll get there later. We think there's 70 bikes. So you can't. It's just the math isn't there. So that means some of you are going to be on treads. Some of you are going to be on bikes. Some of you are going to be in yoga. You got to pick from two. And then you said, I would like these instructors. And you picked from five on the bike. You picked from three on the tread. All of that was different from last year. So on March 9th, you're going to get handed an instructor. Right. That's all different. But that instructor is yours to keep. You get to take them home. (laughs) No, it's not. And you get to raise them. No. But you got to feed them or we'll take them back (laughs) to the pound. And another thing is they have said that there is a community celebration, but we don't know. Is it Friday night? Is it Saturday night? We don't know anything yet. Right. We do know it's at a place called Terminal 5, and it's a giant ballroom. It seats 3,000 people. Now, the look of the place tells me we're going to have another musical guest, but I don't know that that's the case. That is purely speculation on my part. I'm very curious to see. Yeah, it, it's definitely a concert venue. I know it is. So I, I mean, feel I'm like, saying for the listeners, it's yeah. definitely a concert venue. So it, I think it very much stands to reason that there will be some sort of musical guest attached. Also, it's in Hell's Kitchen. That will be the first time I've been in Hell's Kitchen. Not that that matters. I just like saying that. Well, Hell's um, Kitchen is right next to Times Square. So we've probably walked through it. Just oh, you think? I just, just didn't, didn't know. know there yeah. wasn't like an alarm that went off and was like, you're in Hell's Kitchen. Well, it's not scary anymore. I know. But I still... I, I, in fact, I think they actually call it Hex Kitchen now. <laughs> Maybe they do. They do. That's that's a true thing I just made up. (laughs) A true thing I just made up. And so there's two hotels that they recommended. There was the Even and then there was the Crown Plaza. I have heard that the rooms are all booked at the Even already. Boom. Gone. Crown Plaza. Last I heard, they're still available. Let's see. What other things? Can you transfer an event package to another member? No, you can't. Like, don't even try. They're not going to let you. It's not happening. So we can't. I can't scalp mine on the secondary market. Mm -hmm. You cannot. Damn it. Also, another question I have heard a lot. Can I still attend the warehouse sale? No, you can't. (laughs) It says only if you have a package. Wow. And they really stuck with it last year. They were like, no. And people, there are a lot of people who were like, well, I live in the city, but I'm not going to come to homecoming. So I want to come hang out with you. No, you can't. I mean, we can always meet up with people, but they can't come to these things. It's not a thing. So it's going to be a great time. I know there's some of you that are nervous. Like, I don't. I don't know if I'm going to like all these people. You will, because there's a ton of first time people that come. 
you will recognize people. I feel like as it gets bigger, you're getting more first time people coming. Like yeah. a lot of people are like, I liked it better when it was smaller. Like the people that had been doing it every year are starting to be like, no, thank you. And because of that, more first timers can come. So, I, yeah, it, it, at least based on chatter online, that was my takeaway. I would agree with that. I think that you will have a good time. You're only going to get one studio workout, but one, you could come Thursday if you wanted, or you could stay an extra day. I mean, obviously, if your schedule and budget right, allows. Not everybody has that flexibility, but if you do, that's something to consider. Yes, those are things to consider. The other thing I will tell you is last year on Sunday, it was really dead. So there might be some things that you want to do that you didn't think you should stay for. It was really, really slow in the open space where they had all the um, instructors yes. compared to Saturday. I don't know what it'll look like this year because the schedule is not out, but just keep that in mind. People seem to be really focused on the Saturday activities. Also, everyone stays up late. The night of the celebration, there's a lot of drinking. A lot of people don't make it to their classes Sunday morning. Do who not. Would, who would not make it to their class on Sunday I don't morning? Know what you're talking about. So, I just, who, I, do you have any sort of <laughs> anecdotal evidence that would back up this theory? So, make sure <laughs> that you go if you want to take classes. Show up on those mornings because they usually have a like a wait list. Yeah, right there that you can just hop in. So. And your odds will be very good on the Sunday mm -hmm. because Krista won't make it. <laughs> I think you're three for three now, right? No, I did my classes last year. I did my classes. Didn't you have a Sunday class that you blew off last year? I don't think so. Oh, I thought you did. I don't think so. Oh. I don't think so because I only had one and I took yours, but it was like a tread and a, I don't know. I'm getting, uh, all the years are starting to kind of blur together. Yes. So. Anyway, there's a whole bunch of information for you and more tips and things to look for and whatnot. Yes. So uh, last week we talked about the stock price and the <laughs> quarterly earnings report. I was so pumped and after we, that earnings we were, call. We were so wrong, which is another good example <laughs> of why you should not come to this show for <laughs> investment advice. You, uh, you should not. We do not know what we're talking about. But uh, Motley Fool, a investing website and i believe podcast mm -hmm. had an interesting article about why the stock decline after that quarterly earnings report was <laughs> dumb yeah and literally the title is why investors overreacted on the peloton q2 earnings so like they overreacted for sure so basically we talked about last week i'm not gonna recap all of that i felt like it was great and i explained to you guys about the difference between Last year versus this year and how it meant that there were 6,000 orders they pulled into second quarter, which meant they lowered third quarter earnings like estimates. And apparently that was the panic button issue. Yeah, because they lowered third quarter. So, oh, my God, it must be terrible. And I just feel like, wow, if you guys had gone to the earnings call, maybe you would have right. understood that. And that's the problem with the stock market, right? They're basically trying to incentivize them to not deliver the bikes as quickly as possible so they would land in a different fiscal quarter. And that's dumb and short-sighted. I agree. I mean, it's... You're so thank you, Peloton, for not doing something yes, that dumb. Yes, I totally agree. Well, and so this article covers that. They cover how it's going to make this year compared to last year. It's going to be tough because if you're just looking at Q3 compared to Q3, that's not going to be apples to apples anymore. Right. So all of that was addressed in the earnings call. And so... Their recommendation is just stay the course because right. the Peloton, they raised the full year guidance like they reduced the third quarter, but they raised the full year from one point five three billion to one point five five billion. 
That is a 68% year over year at the midpoint. I mean, that is crazy high growth, like crazy high. Yeah. And again, as I said last week, it's going to be between 920,000 and 930,000 subscribers. That is an increase of 81% in subscribers at the midpoint over last year. Whoa. I mean, those are fantastic numbers. So basically, it's just a bunch of people that want to make money Right now And they're mad about it Yeah And that's just the way The stock market is Yeah they're like Gut your company And give us all the cash now And then we will love you Yeah they just haven't figured out That Peloton is different Yes And good So JJ resurfaced this week Yes Jennifer Jacobs For those of you Who are new to the community She popped up on the internet She was on The television show I'm sure everybody's heard of Called The Doctors The Dr. Phil (laughs) spinoff It's not the Dr. Phil spinoff They've been around For a long time But they started Did they start Because of Dr. Phil? It's his production company And he used to have Those The people from the doctors On his show all the time And then he kind of Launched it As a show Like you've seen them On this show Now I've bundled them All together On this new thing Called The Doctors And so it's I didn't realize It specifically came From Dr. Phil Yeah it did But at any rate, so Jennifer Jacobs was on and she was in a segment that they were talking about how to get out of a weight loss plateau. And there was also one of our own Pelotoners, Sherry. Oh, where is Sherry's last name? It doesn't say Sherry's last name on here, but I know she is a Peloton owner and I know she has worked with Jennifer Jacobs and Jennifer Jacobs had tips for her. They worked out together. They, you know, they like did a whole thing. And Jennifer Jacobs did a great job. You will be able to find that video. In the newsletter this week So you can see for yourself um, But Jennifer Jacobs did a really good job And I think that she is hitting the media circuit hard Yeah, uh, She showed up last week as well So I think that she is really trying to Kind of make her own niche As an influencer outside of Peloton I think that's smart I think it is too And if you want my tips for overcoming a weight loss plateau I would recommend the stomach flu <laughs> Three and a half pounds in a day No <laughs> the Peloton Profit Has returned Has a new prediction for us Dun 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 So lots of people have been asking I have been getting messages daily You guys When is the new Super Studio opening? Super Studio Not Studio I don't even know what that accent was The Profit says In March Okay Like real soon So I don't have an exact date The Peloton Profit did not give me one But the Peloton Profit is very confident it's happening in March. That means, for those of you keeping score, we are going to have all new experiences during homecoming. We don't know how big the studio is going to be or how many bikes there will be or how many treads there will be. We do know that it's all going to be in one place. How amazing will that be? That's pretty cool. Do we know anything about places to wait nearby? We don't. Okay. It's in Hudson Yards, which actually is huge. So you, it's like a giant mall thing, I think. Ooh. So you, maybe you can walk around. Mm. They have that. I don't know that I'll walk around. <laughs> Do they have like rascal scooters I could <laughs> scoot around? No. No. Oh. Don't forget, Dr. Jen Mann might be there, Tom. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. To wear a disguise. <laughs> I'll wear a tracksuit. <laughs> She'll never expect to see me in athletic wear. Your laugh will give you away. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> oh, that is very exciting, though. I can't wait to see. It'll be cool to see what the what the new digs look like. It will. So here's your moment of awe. Oh, this there, is actually really sweet. Yeah, there was an engagement at the studio last week. Yes. Yeah. It happened live. One uh, Peloton social media captured it. 
it was all over the place. If you somehow missed it, don't worry. I will be sending it out in the newsletter. But it was right after Kendall's ride on February 8th. It was Dina M. and Jeremy B. from Laredo, Texas got engaged. Aw. Yeah, it was really sweet. I wonder if they're going to have the wedding at Peloton. I'm going to predict no. Okay. Okay. Although if they do... Maddie should become an officiant. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. <laughs> you want to get remarried just so we could do that. I do. I wonder if Maddie would do that. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, comeback program is officially a year old. It is. Yeah. And they have guessed. Well, do you know how many people that they have provided comeback bikes for? Hang on. So, so carry the one, three. No. Oh, you're a little low. Four. Hundred. 400. Wow. Yeah. One year, 400 bikes. Good for them. I agree. It's amazing. So for anybody out there saying Peloton doesn't do nice things, suck it. Now the next thing will be, but that's not enough nice things. Whatever. (laughs) I disagree with those people. That is a lot of bikes. I mean, that's like what? five. I can't do math. Is that like five a week? That's a whole bunch. It's a whole bunch. I don't know. I was a mass communications major. Don't ask me these things. Okay. I know somebody's doing the math right now and laughing at me, but it was a lot. So to celebrate, they the people that did the math that quickly and you're <laughs> laughing at us like that's how I am with dick jokes. <laughs> that's true. I'm like, come on. How are you not saying this? And I don't have a thing that I'm like. <laughs> but anyway, YouTube video was created by Peloton and it's amazing. I feel like you kind of need to cry if you watch this, but like in a good way, like in a in a heartwarming. That's beautiful way, you know, and if you didn't cry, Tom, you have a heart of stone. I do have a heart of stone, though. (sighs) This is a beautiful, beautiful video. They did such a good job on it. My heart only is malleable for you. Oh, and like, I guess the kids and stuff. (laughs) They're okay. So uh, Maddie and Anna made a trip to Cleveland. They did. So did they lose a bet? What's going on? There's not a lot of cities people in St. Louis can make fun of. I feel like Cleveland is one of them. I and don't know. They have the Rock and they Roll do have the Rock Hall of Fame. Yeah, but look at all the cool bands they won't let in. Okay, that's true. That is a really good point. So That is a really good point. Take that, Cleveland listeners. <laughs> <laughs> well, they also had a wonderful visit from Maddie Majacomo and Anna Greenberg. They were there for a meet and greet on February 12th. And you could get all of your gear personalized if you brought it in. So super jelly because we didn't have that here. Oh, they had like a little machine that would like stitch your name on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's kind of spiffy. Mm-hmm. It is. I mean, you could probably just find a store that would do that. Okay, for you. I know. But there's something about having it done officially. I like the <laughs> official stuff. Like there's a ton of illegal Etsy stores out there that I can buy Peloton knockoff right. stuff. But like I would like to buy the real Peloton stuff. Yeah, I bought a a really cool uh, clap out crystal shirt. (laughs) It's just not the same. It's not the same. Oh, but they just take the logo and use it in these illegal Etsy stores. (laughs) It's pretty egregious. Yes, it is. The ones on Instagram are really bad, though. Whoa, whoa. (laughs) It's like those Facebook T-shirts that just like list a hundred adjectives. Yes. And, And then, you know, like I'm a soccer driving mom who loves star fruit and <laughs> once went to australia and also and you need the shirt and then but now i have a t-shirt <laughs> like what what is happening it's like someone made just threw a bunch of refrigerator magnet poetry at a t-shirt you're it's very off, odd you're, you're way off kilter. sorry bring it back okay there's a new artist series <laughs> there continuing is. peloton's 
celebration of artists I've met. <laughs> Last week it was the spinners. Yes, and I did remember sound. to send out the picture. I saw that. Yes. So this time it's with Smokey Robinson. Well, you're going to have to send me that picture as well. Okay. Okay. So yes, Smokey Robinson, and the first one is with Hannah Marie Corbin. There's going to be a ride on Thursday, the 13th, at 8:30 p.m. Eastern, and then. I guess Hannah is also doing a post-ride stretch on demand on Sunday. Okay. And then Maddie is doing a stretch on Valentine's Day at 8.35 a.m. Eastern. And Dennis Morton is doing a 30-minute yoga flow on Tuesday, the 18th at 6 p.m. Eastern. Awesome. Yes. All good stuff. The the 10-minute stretches really threw me off. They've never done that before. Hmm. So, curious. Uh Well, keep an eye on uh, this week's newsletter so you can see picture of me and Smokey Robinson. It'll be very exciting for you. (laughs) The highlight of everybody's week. Yes. And then finally, uh, there's an instructor quote collection that's on sale now. Yeah. So it's been up, but like they re brought back everything and they placed it under the sale tab. Ah. And so in the past, it was a new collection. So when you went to the page, it was like right there. But this one was buried under the sale. tab, And so a lot of people missed it. But they they brought back all of the sports bras for all the instructor quotes that were in the winter collection last year. And they had all the T-shirts. So all of the instructor stuff was back. I think we're down to very, very limited selection again now. But there was everything a couple of days ago. <laughs> gotcha. So. <laughs> well, I, but I guess the takeaway here, though, is maybe every once in a while comb through those other sections. Yeah, you absolutely should keep an eye out on that sale one because they don't announce it all the time or when they do announce it, they announce it after it's been up for a while. Right. And for those people that constantly keep an eye on the boutique, they get the first the first dibs and then they tell everybody on Facebook and it's gone. I mean, I'm one of those people. Yes. So, yeah, that would be <laughs> me. Sorry. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses And then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? (laughs) Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away a hundred or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're a hundred percent polarized. And they also come in like a million different colors and styles for your $25 you're not sacrificing comfort safety or style if you want to support the show and pick up a pair gooder is giving the clip out listeners free shipping on their first order just go to gooder.com slash tco that's g-o-o-d-r.com and use code tco to get free shipping gooder offers a 30 day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste texture size yes none of that with hero bread no because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs they have like no substance to it (laughs) it's like eating air it is and hero bread actually 
really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread. Like I did not feel like I was giving up something. I was surprised at how big each slice of bread was. Here's the real test of a piece of bread. (laughs) I didn't make a sandwich with these. I just had toast. Which you love because you have toast almost every day. I do. It was the (laughs) best textured bread of this sort that I've ever had. And if you're doing the math, it's zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar and high in fiber. So don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Checking in with the Peloton community. So uh, joining us today via the magic of Skype phone is Nicole O'Mara. Hey, Nicole, how's it going? Hi, guys. Good. How are you? Good. Good. It's We're so excited this is happening. <laughs> me too. I'm very excited. I've been thinking about it since you emailed me. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us how you originally found Peloton. So Peloton kind of came into my life. My very good friend was a avid soul cycler and she was preparing for her wedding and she was spending so much money on taking these soul cycle classes that her husband had said, you know, you have to stop doing this. She did some research and found out that there was this bike that came out that you can purchase and take these classes from home. So me not being athletic or doing any kind of physical activity, I made fun of her and said, (laughs) this is, you know, this is ridiculous. You're going to ride a bike in your apartment. And she said, yeah. And then I realized it was two weeks into February and I hadn't purchased my husband a birthday present yet. So I said, this is the time. Exactly. So I'm like, (laughs) you know what? I'm going to do this. So I, I bought it. They called me later that day and said it's coming in a week, which was perfect because it actually arrived on his birthday. So, oh my gosh. So, you yes. looked like you were crushing it. Wife of yes. the year. Yeah. I was like, you know, I think he used to spin like 10 years ago. This will be pretty good. But, you know, during that time, I was doing a lot of research about it and I said, I want to get into shape. I want to lose some weight. So, this is something that I really want. So, even though it was a present for him, I still say it's my bike. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How, did, how does he feel about that? When we would argue over whose turn it was to, you know, to take a class, he'd say, well, this is my present. And I'd say, well, I bought it. And then, you know, I would always win. But yeah, it was a battle in the beginning. That's pretty much marriage in a nutshell. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) So so you said you weren't really working out before this. No. No, you work out all the time. So I didn't didn't realize that. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I lived in the city for about eight years. And while I was there, I had a personal trainer because I... Even though I belonged to a gym, I couldn't trust myself to actually go. And if I did go, I wouldn't know what to do. And someone wasn't forcing me to do something. So I got a trainer. And then when I you know, moved out of the city, I was here for about four years and just did absolutely nothing. So to get a bike and to all of a sudden start working out was something that was just not, you know, it was something that was just completely new to us. So it was, it was a great uh, addition for us. That's awesome. So who has more rides at this point? Oh, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Actually, he just celebrated his 250th, I think. We went into studio for it. It was great. Okay. But I can't remember what number you're on. I know it's not. I I know. Like 417-ish. I was like, I know it's a lot more than 250. (laughs) Yes. Yes. It would have been a lot more, but then I had bought the tread a year ago. So that's, you know, what had happened. Yes. Yes. It takes a bite. <laughs> it does. It does. It does. So what do you what do you think your fitness level is now compared to then? It was a zero then. 
<laughs> so I would say, no, it's definitely, you know, I work in the city. So walking up subway stairs, I used to not be able to do that without huffing and puffing. And I'm able to do that now. You know, I did the the Peloton 5K. I remember Alex had a, like, I think a 90 minute ride. I must've taken it like 20 times. I just loved it. So, you know, being able to actually have a cardio level that I could, you know, just at all is something that's just, it's mind boggling to me that I actually have the ability to do pretty much anything after having not doing anything for a really long time. Your That's cardio awesome. is so good, you could like take up smoking now. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that how that works? You know, no. speaking in the end, right? <laughs> right, yeah. Like you can offset it. And so now it's pretty much. You always find the positive. Yeah, time. it's like revenue right. neutral. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so then you got the chart a year ago. How did you end up forming the You Get To crew? How did that happen? So when having the bike, I immediately fell in love with Alex and I just loved his positive vibes. I love hip hop music. So it was an instructor that I immediately had a connection with besides him being, you know, really easy on the eyes. So I really just, that was things that were important to me, wanting to take a class because you love the music and really just liking the person and their vibe. And when I had gotten the tread, my friend Gina had said to me, if you like Alex, you're going to love this girl, Jess. Gina so Mitchell? Said, That's right. <laughs> of course, the one and only. So, That's right. <laughs> so I got the tread and I saw that she had a 20 minute 90s hip hop class. And I said, there's nothing else in the world I love more than 90s hip hop. So I took it and song after song, it was as if it was being taken off of my playlists. The songs that my friends say, I can't believe you still listen to this music. And <laughs> I was like, this is great. And her, her vibe is so positive and so great that I fell in love with her immediately. You know, her tagline, you know, you don't have to, you get to, and it's a privilege to be able to move our bodies like this is something that really hit home for me. I think a lot because I really did no physical activity for such a long time. I also was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis 13 years ago and being a young woman living with MS and I couldn't find anything that I wanted to do to improve myself physically. It, it was kind of something that was really hard to wrap my head around. And when she said, you don't have to do this, you get to do this. It took my breath away because riding the bike, I would do it because there's just so many people out there that are physically unable to do that. And it's something that I would always think of whenever I would step into any kind of class. And as soon as she said that, I was like, wow. This is really amazing. And I was actually at the bike studio with the Feel Good family. We were taking one of Alex's Club Bangers class classes and she walked past me and I stopped her and I said, oh my God, you're Jess Sims. And she said, <laughs> yes. And at, at first I thought that she was, that she was kind of shocked that she had been recognized. Little did I know that Gina had just done the same thing two seconds before in the lobby. And she was kind of coming off of her fangirling. And then she turns a corner and I'm like, oh my God. And I said to her, I'm like, I need to come into studio. I want to take a class with you. And she said, of course, anytime you want. And I had talked, spoke to a couple of my other girlfriends that, you know, were really liking her. I said, you know, we should do this. And every week that I would go in and I would see her, I said, you know, we started this tribe and we're at 100 members, we're at 200 members. And she was just so flattered and so blown away because at that time she was the newest tread instructor. And just the other day we hit 1300 members and it happened in less than a year. And it's crazy. It's crazy. 
it is crazy, particularly since she arrived at the either the tail end or after all the rest of the instructors had left yep. the group. So it yep. is it is fascinating that it's grown as much as it has, considering that she's not even in the group. <laughs> yep. Yep. Exactly. But you, you do exactly. a great job of communicating to the group through Jess or vice versa, like Jess allowing Jess to have a voice in the group through you, mm-hmm. I guess would be a better way to say that. Right. And so yeah. that's awesome that you do that. Yeah, so, she, she really wants to play as much of a role as, as she can. You know, there are, obviously the instructors are very limited in what they can do with their tribes. But sure. if something really great's going on, like I'll ask her advice on something. You know, we do a lot of challenges. So I'll say, you know, we're doing like a monthly challenge. How do you think we should balance this? Because we don't, I'm not a fitness instructor. I really don't know what I'm doing. I want everyone to be able to do what they're physically able to do and to do it safely. You know, so she'll say, okay, don't work out too much. You know, a rest day is really important. So she'll give the advice to us, which is really great. She'll interact with us as much as she can, but she involves, if you've ever taken a class with hers in studio, you know, the tried instructors, like they're, they're lucky right now because the classes are so small. And if you've ever taken a class with her live, there's a five minute window between when the camera starts and when it actually goes live for a replay. And during those five minutes, she'll ask everybody in studio their name, you know, where they're from. And then something funny, like what's your favorite food? Like she actually cares. She wants to know about everybody. And that's just, it's, it's wonderful to have an instructor that really, that cares about that stuff. So since you have a tread too, like where do you gravitate there? My bike has collected a lot of dust since I've gotten the tread. I just, <laughs> yeah, you know, I just, I feel very accomplished on the treadmill. I think because I never run before. Like my friends have run marathons and I say, you are out of your mind. So the fact that I actually can even keep up any kind of pace, is it really, I amaze myself that I'm actually able to do it. So I feel very accomplished on the tread. Um, I really like the boot camps. I like being able to take the class and then to, you know, go on the floor and do weights and stuff. I just feel I feel really proud of myself. I feel proud after taking a biking class. But like the tread, for some reason, I just it's like all of a sudden I feel like, wow, I actually could be a runner, even though I may run slower. But I think that I'm moving in the direction of being a, a runner. <laughs> Yeah. No, no speed shaming here. Yes. No, not at all. <laughs> not at yeah. It's interesting yeah. how people are. I, I never realized it because it's about exercise. So I never thought about it. Uh, but how many people are really intimidated by by running yeah. versus biking? Well, yeah. I mean, running, you're propelling yourself, right. your entire body, whereas biking, you're using your legs to propel yourself on wheels. It's a lot harder to run than it is to bike. Yeah. I, I think. And so I think yeah. that's why it's so intimidating. And when you're when you don't have the fastest speeds like myself, then you can see an improvement as well as you go through time. And yeah. and I was never super fast on the bike either. I don't know if there's just because there's so many people that own the bike. There's a lot of people that are at the bottom of the leaderboard with me. And on the tread that's not necessarily true. <laughs> right. Right. I agree. I agree. So who was the tread a present for? <laughs> Out of that. So it's, it's funny that you asked that question. So it was uh it was two it's two years ago at HRI and the buzz was the tread, right? Because they had just announced it earlier in the year and everyone was talking about it. And my husband, his name is Lucas, he said, um, this tread seems really interesting because they were talking about like the boot camps and stuff like that. So I was like, all right. So I went into the other room and I reserved one. And funny enough, it came the week before Christmas. So there you go. It was his Christmas present. <laughs> they wheeled it in and he was like, what is that? I'm like, Merry Christmas. He's like, 
what? So the same <laughs> arguments happen. It thought it was my birthday present. I should be able to ride it. Then I, that's my Christmas present. I should be able to run. I'm like, take it easy over there. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas is for everyone. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and this year for Christmas, he got the tonal, which means I actually got it for myself. So. <laughs> you know, I kind of live my life with it. It's easier to ask for forgiveness than it is to ask for permission. So. <laughs> I know I was picturing the conversation when he was like, that sounds interesting of you being just like, well, if you insist. <laughs> That's pretty much how it was. <laughs> He's like, I didn't, right, if you say I didn't so. insist. No, 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 it's fine. Don't feel like you have to back out. It's okay. That's exactly so, how it was. I've had this conversation. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking Multiple about. Multiple versions of it. Yeah. So, so do you consider Jess your favorite instructor or like your favorite instructor on the tread, but Alex is still your favorite bike instructor? How do you manage yes. that? <laughs> yes. Well, it's a very interesting question because so Alex is my person on the bike. I listen, nothing against any of the other instructors, right. but as you know, you vibe with one person more. And Jess is definitely my, my person on the tread. It's just, I love her techniques. She's really funny. She's really quirky. She says things sometimes. I'm like, what? <laughs> Where? You know, and, and with the whole, the, the you get to crew, we just, we laugh at it. And it's not that we mock her because that's, that's not what we're doing. But we're like, can you believe that Jess says that she can't stand the word bulb? Like she said that the other day in a pre-show. And <laughs> like I'm, light bulb? I'm, I'm, I'm her, bulb, like, like a garlic bulb. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Right. And I'm at home and I'm like, what did she just say? And then you have a whole conversation about it. And it's hysterical. We'll change our pictures to things that she doesn't like, you know, hashtag in different locations just to kind of stick it to her. But she 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 interacts really well and she's very quirky. So I like the way that she teaches classes. I feel like I'm able to, you know, follow her really well. And she's just a really nice person. So it's I really like her listening games and I really like yes. how playful she is with the other instructors. Uh, yes. You know, like when she went on the trip with Bex and she had all those yes. funny, <laughs> those were the best Instagram stories ever <laughs> until Maddie scared the crap out of her. That and was then... the funniest thing <laughs> ever. Oh my God. <laughs> and now Bex really... did it too. Don't forget Bex did it too. She did it first. Yes. She did that it first. That is true. That is true. That is a good point. And Tom, I don't know if you've seen it this week, but I'm sure you've seen it that so Maddie is going to do her class for her on Saturday. And so she did an age progression filter on Maddie for the class. And he's an old man in the picture. She said, Grandpa Maddie. Yeah. <laughs> so good. It's so oh, I good. Love it. Yeah, the banter back and forth is great. It really, it really is. I love it. I love it. It's very playful, but it's, you know, they're all so supportive of each other. It's It's great. <laughs> So do you think that the community for the tread is different than the community for the bike? I think that the community for the tread right now is how the community for the bike was when the bike first started. Like I've had the bike, it's going to be three years. And I remember taking classes and there was four or 500 people in the class. And even a year ago, starting to take the tread classes, there were 40 people in the class. Now, you know, I think Jess did a class the other day, there was like 400 people in it. And Maddie's, you know, Gaga run, like a lot of people in it. But it's really great to have been in the beginning, because when you see the same 40 names on the leaderboard, you get to know them a little bit better. And it's the same thing how it was in the bike. You know, when you would see the same people in your classes and you meet them in person and you get to make that connection. I feel that everyone that got the tread is the community that it's being had right now is very similar to how the bike was when the bike first started. So it's it, the tight. Everyone's very tight knit. And 
I really want that to continue in the You Get To crew because everybody in, in the crew, they're so inspiring and they amaze me with their accomplishments. And, you know, and, and it's nothing against people who just ride the bike because they're amazing too. But when someone tells you they ran a marathon, you can't help but be in awe of those people. We started doing this thing in which we feature somebody every single day. So I asked people who want to participate to send me their leaderboard name, something about themselves, you know, what you do for a living, your favorite memory of Jess, and why you consider yourself to be a badass. And the things that people say that they have accomplished is we're talking cancer survivors, people that are currently living with cancer, parents of, you know, twins people that have one child, people have special needs kids, someone who tore both of their ACLs and then played basketball in college, um, someone who got hit by a car and then ran a marathon, someone who, uh, the fir- woman who placed first out of all women in this die try competition. These people, they're amazing. I'm in awe of them. And I'm, I'm so lucky to be in a group of, with them, you know? And there was a woman that we featured just the other day. She said, that Peloton allowed her to step back into her power. And that made me warm and fuzzy because it's like, that's exactly what we're doing every single time we're getting on the bike or stepping onto this tread. We're taking the power back. We're taking time for ourselves. Everyone could be doing a million other things every single time they choose to get on one of those pieces of equipment. And I feel that us showing up for each other, we're showing up for the instructors also. You know, like to have a leaderboard go from 40 people to 400, like how great does that make you feel? How great does that make the instructors feel? I feel like that because it's so, it's just starting up, that community is just so tight and it's, it's really an amazing thing to be a part of because everyone is just, everyone's amazing, amazing. I think that part of that comes from the leadership within each group because every group has their own vibe. And so I really appreciate how you have such a positive personality and you're always cheering people on and saying great things to people. And and I know lots of other people really appreciate that, too. So that's awesome. Thank you. You have a lot to do with that community doing well. Thank you. I appreciate that. What's your background in terms of like, do you have that in, in like your job? place or <laughs> are you no. HR? Yeah. <laughs> no, definitely, definitely not. You know, I'm a private banker. <laughs> you know, I'm a private banker in Manhattan. Uh, yeah, I'm positive for my clients, but uh, no. You know what the thing is? I really feel that when I was first diagnosed with MS, like I had this calm that came over me and I said to myself, okay, I'm going to be living with this for the rest of my life. I need to be strong. I need to be mentally there. And as I was kind of just coming to terms with it myself, I realized that my family around me, they were having a harder time than I was having. Just coming to terms with this is something that that's happening to me. So I was, I tried to be extra strong for them. And I realized that that's something that I've kind of just carried with me that I would always say the amount of times I said, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine when I really wasn't, but I had to be fine for them because they were falling apart on the inside. And I feel like that just the positivity that I've always just, I've had that in me because I want everything to be fine because it has to be. And in the group when it's like, oh, you know, I really wanted to get, you know, three miles in my 30 minute class. It's just like, hey, you got 2.98. You'll get it next time. Everything's fine. We're all doing a great job. We're all showing up. We're all here for each other. If I'm taking a class and that's on demand. 
And one of my friends had gotten a milestone and just called out, you know, congratulations on your 200th run. I cheer as if I'm standing right next to them, screaming behind them to keep going. It's really a crazy thing that you just, you have this like connection to people virtually. It's, it's really, it's an amazing thing. But to answer your question, no, I do not have that in my, in my uh, career in the least. In just the least. in your, it's in your DNA. It is. It I feel is. like it's kind of something that I just, I've grown into for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so non Peloton related, but I'm just curious, what exactly does a private banker do? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, yeah, you know, so we ha- I have a, a very wide range of clients, um, you know, mostly based in Manhattan. And it's anything that you need as a business owner, I do for you. And I make your life a lot easier than it needs to be. So, hmm. it, 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 you know, you call me, you need a transaction to be done. You need to order checks. You need that. It's a lot of a lot of schmoozing. It's I'm interacting with people all day. So maybe that does help me with my interactions with people you know, talk to everybody and make their lives a lot easier. That's awesome. Yeah. So how does that work? It's it's a strange thing. Yeah. (laughs) So how does that work then? Do you, are you like an employee of the bank and they assign you to certain people or do people say (laughs) one day I need a private banker and then they hire you one-on-one? Like, how does that work? No. So I'm an employee of the bank and, and I bring in my own clients. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so if you, you're looking you, for a banker to bank the clip out, you know, give me a call. Well, we have a, we had money. Yeah. <laughs> money. Right now, it'd be a lot of like, can you make sure our overdraft protection is working? <laughs> Whatever you need, I'm always here for you. <laughs> so, but you, so you work for the bank, but then you go and find the clients. How do you find yeah. people that need private bank? That seems like such a special, like a like such a, a niche, niche, you know? Yeah, no, it's really just going out and meeting people. Like, it's very interesting because if you talk to like a business owner and you say, you know, how do you, who do you bank with? And they name one of like the mega banks. It's like, oh, how's that working out for you? And they say, oh, they don't care about me. I'm just a client to them. I'll say, well, if you ever, you know, want personal care, you know, let me know and we can set something up. And it's amazing how much people don't know that they need a private banker until they have one. So just, yeah, it's it's an interesting job. I actually, I love my job. I've been at the bank for, oh, I think it's going on like almost 14 years. So. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. So were you always in banking or did you just kind of fall into that or? I was always in banking professionally. My background, I went to college for criminal justice and forensic science, and I just kind of stepped into banking. I had just gotten a kind of like, you just I knew that worked at a bank and they got me in and I switched to the bank that I'm currently at now. But when I first started, I worked in the, the compliance department in the anti-money laundering area. And then I switched over to a sales position and then I switched over to the private banking position. So. Huh. Interesting. That's fascinating. <laughs> I, I was a, I was yeah. a teller at a bank for like six months. <laughs> so it's totally the same thing. It was just when I was just I I seized the opportunity to always wear suspenders. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't have any like tellers something. that wear suspenders. Just felt like something I but should. Maybe do. we should I'm bring that bank. back. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> I'm in a bank. I want to wear suspenders, <laughs> so I wore suspenders every day when I worked at the bank. Is that true? It's totally true. Oh, my God. Tom. I had like four ties, <laughs> but I had like eight pairs of suspenders. That is somehow adorable. <laughs> you know, I, I was thinking I was thinking, though, that, uh, you know, how whenever the kids need a permission slip sign and we're like hunting for pens. Yeah. You probably never have that problem. They're all on chains, never do. right? Never They're do. all on chains need, at her house. You need a post-it. Got tons of them. <laughs> She's probably got a whole 
big jar of suckers. There's <laughs> <laughs> probably nothing, just dumb dums aplenty at her house. I'm sure, Tom. Do you have dog treats? Unfortunately, I don't give candy, but if you did, I'd definitely be eating it all day. <laughs> <laughs> Our bank, not only did we have the suckers that we would send out to the, to the drive-thru for the, we had dog treats. You sent out dog treats? If you had a dog in your car oh, or, I, a real, I, or a really ugly kid. I know a bank kid, you worked at. Yeah. If you had, if you had a if you had a dog in your car or a really ugly kid, we'd send you a dog treat. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. Thought that was a Pekingese. <laughs> Get that oh thing God. shaved or something. I think I'm starting to understand why you were only there those six months. Yeah. And, and, but you, did, the bank I worked at was like super local. Yeah. Like they, you've yeah. you've never heard of it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's too funny. Okay. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> So, um, uh, well, oh gosh, we kind of went through that quick. Do you? I so, can tell more banking stories. No, no. Like. <laughs> hey, did you? Did you ever watch Wizards of Waverly Place? There's no. actually a reason he's asking you oh. that. Believe it or not, I the the guy I replaced played Mr. Larry Tate on that show. Yeah. Yeah. That's a true story. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. That could have been I was you. At, I was at one branch, and he left to go to Chicago to join Second City. And they were like, well, "This guy, this other branch is funny." And our funny guy just left, and so they transferred me to that branch solely based on the fact and had nothing to do with banking. Only because you were funny. Because somebody thought I was funny, and they moved me to a totally different branch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my word! Is that why you were only there for six months? Yeah, and I didn't, I didn't like the new branch, so I quit. <laughs> That's funny. So, how often do you get in the studio? As much as I can. So yeah. Jess's schedule changed. You know, she used to teach five thirties on Thursdays, and I would go every Thursday. So I try and go in every Saturday that I can. You know, it's great because. I'm very fortunate. I live, you know, 40 minutes outside of the city. I work in Manhattan, so I can leave work, go take a class and go home. But like on like on the weekends and stuff, especially people that when they want to come in, it's amazing that you get your crew, they'll they fly from everywhere to come in <laughs> for these classes. So I feel very responsible um, that when they're coming in, I try and organize things, whether it's, you know, a group class. Uh, you know, I just was emailing with the studio. I have three group classes booked for the month of February. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, because we have we have people coming in. I have a group of friends that I met through the tread. Did you do the treading through July? Remember that last July, there was like a treading. It was like you had to take a certain amount of classes every day or every yeah. week. Yeah, that's familiar. Yes. Yeah, so I was placed on a team with these five amazing people and I clicked oh, yeah. with them immediately. And I talked to these women every single day day we are on messenger all day and they're all coming in next week on thursday i took oh. off of work and we are doing all things piled up i feel like they're like my best friends i feel like i've known them forever so we're taking jess's class i can't wait to meet her and some of them have never well, actually the majority of them have never even been in in the studio before so oh my gosh what a treat yep wow. we're flying in from all over and then the week after we have someone coming in um from utah at the end of the month, we have somebody coming in from here and from there. So it, I use it as an excuse. I say to my husband, I have to go. My people are coming in. I have to organize everything. So <laughs> it's great to actually meet people, you know, yeah, face to face. Yeah, absolutely. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll go as, as much as I can. I'll be in studio. That's awesome. Yeah, it's great. You're, I am very jealous. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what is your leaderboard name? My leaderboard name is Coco Loco 6. C-O-C-O-L-O-C-O. -O -O -O. 
and the number six. That's How my you, name. That sounds fun yeah. to type. C-O-C-O-L-O-C. My, obviously, my name is Nicole. And when I was born, my older sister couldn't say Nicole. So she called me Coco. And actually, my entire family calls me Coco. It's very rare that anyone ever calls me Nicole. Um, and then the loco comes in, obviously, because I'm a little crazy. And then the number six is my birthday's on the sixth. So it just, it's been a name that I've had my entire life. So. Yeah. So do you find that being a little crazy is something people look for in a private banker? <laughs> you know, you know, what's interesting about it is that I remember when my sister had actually come to the city one day. because She lives in Ohio. She came to the city and she said, I want to meet. I want to see where you work. I need to see you in a professional setting. I said, oh, sure. So she comes in and everyone's like, oh, Nicole's sister's here. We got to meet. We have to meet her. And she said to my boss, is Nicole different? in work than she is outside of work. And my boss said, he's a young guy. It's just, he's a couple of years older than me. He said, no, she's the exact same person. And my sister said, that's petrifying. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like yeah, I can't be anything other than like how I normally am. I just, I, totally. I just, you know, and people love it. It's great. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it sounds like it's a career based on relationships. And if you have Absolutely. no personality, then you have no relationship. Who, who wants to have a relationship? 100%. One, yeah. When I joined my boss's team, he said, when it comes down to it, it doesn't really matter what you know, because if you don't know what I can teach you, but people just like you. And that's, that's what we need. I said, yeah. oh, me? Sure. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so are you from the New York area or the Ohio area? No, I'm from the New York area. I grew up on Long Island. I went to school in Pennsylvania. And when I graduated, I moved right into the city when I had first started working. So so your Always sister grew York. up in New York and moved to Ohio? She's doing no. it backwards. <laughs> yeah, we well, see. <laughs> she. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's actually, it's very true. No, she. Um, she's a professor at the University of Dayton. So okay, oh, okay. we'll have to give we'll her that. Yeah. So she, after all of her many years of schooling, that's where she settled. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's college town that's legit yeah yes. i'm like who's just like we'll allow it fair enough yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like who just wants to like you know what sounds great the bright lights of ohio <laughs> said no one ever right exactly <laughs> yeah so do yeah. you have any advice for people just starting out with the bike or the tread yeah i would suggest definitely taking classes with every single instructor and then once you find your people connect with their tribe because I don't think that I would have enjoyed the community of Peloton, the biking community of Peloton as much as I do if I hadn't have met the feel good family. So shout out to the feel good family. You guys are honestly like real family. And the same thing with the, you get to crew. Like if I, if I didn't have them, I don't think that I would enjoy it as much because I feel like you get like really good friendships with that. So definitely find your instructors and find your tribe and set a schedule for yourself. So you know that every single day you're going to take this class at this time, because depending on yourself to show up every single day. So if you set a schedule, find your people, everything will just fall into place. I agree. Awesome. Those are all excellent, yeah, excellent absolutely. pieces of advice. So uh, how can people find you on social media? So the you get to crew um, is you get to crew on Facebook and uh, you get to crew on um, Instagram. But the two is the number two. Okay, so it's the number two. You yeah, get we're two number fanatics two. and the number two Instagram, but on um, Facebook it's spelled out. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy private banking day. Yes. <laughs> thank you. <laughs>
So I guess uh, that wraps up another episode. What, pray tell, do you have in store for people next week? Oh, my God. I am so excited. Tune Day is next week. Ah. And guys, I got to introduce her because Tom wasn't here. <laughs> well, I was... At the beginning. At the beginning. Like, during the intro, right. you weren't here. I will, That's a story we will tell next week. Yes. But uh, but I, I was running late through no fault of my own. Absolutely. As you can tell, because we're still married. Yes. That is all true. (laughs) (laughs) So that is what people have to look forward to. Yes. Very exciting. Tune Day tells lots of stories, you guys. You do not want to miss it. Until then, where can people find you? People can find me at Facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. They can find me on Instagram or Twitter on the bike and of course the tread at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there. Like the page, join the group. Don't forget, we're available wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And of course, sign up for our newsletter at theclipout.com where we'll get all the links and show notes and pictures of me and Smokey Robinson sent directly to your mailbox. <laughs> What's not to love? So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep peddling and running. 